What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Wrong Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we will talk about the week that was in the NFL. We will talk about, oh, Mr. Kevin's maybe favorite QB of all time, Joseph Flacco. He's true. He uh, coming to start for the Browns. And who, just how many teams could he start for in the NFL? Uh, Got some other news and notes. Uh, We'll break down the games and obviously give you our starts of the week. But Kevin, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, doing pretty well here, buddy. Uh, Final week of the regular season in my league of record, which is just about kerput. And final the once and done, which is just, it's just so heart-wrenching and stressful even we're in two very different spots in it but it's you've been in a good spot bad spot you know it's just heart-wrenching no matter where you are the final week because you just don't know what to expect mostly because that final week you know you could go out if you throw out you know a 75 or an 80 and the eight people behind you throw out big time rosters uh, you could be out you could be in a nice position and then all of a sudden poof you could lose a 70 point lead in a heartbeat been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh yeah, you did learn that one the hard way last year. I did, I did. Kevin, I'm doing pretty good, man. I um this has been a really cool year for me. A lot of firsts. I know I talk about my son a lot, but we had another great father-son moment this past weekend. We went out, my family, we were hunters from West Virginia. Uh, I'm not, but my family is, and I got to sit in uh in a stand at our hunting camp, uh, sat in there with my son. Five years old, made it about two hours before a big old buck came by. So we uh, we got our first deer together, and it was a pretty awesome moment for me. Yeah, I saw a picture of it. Very good. Yeah, I love that stuff, man. I love being jerky, and I'll be I'll be even happier. I'm, I'm a I love being a dad. Is that the coolest thing, or what? Being a dad. I enjoy it. Yes, it's uh, very different to to care about. Well, if you're a good parent, that you care more about your child than yourself. Um, unfortunately that's not always the case in the world, but I think in our cases, we, we fit that mold. hundred percent. All right, sir. Let's get down and dirty with your boy, Mr. Flacco. I want to play a quick little game. Hopefully it's quick called, we'll, we'll just call it. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson? Flacco hundred okay. times out of a hundred. Agreed. Joe Flacco or Jake Browning. Joe Flacco, 90 times out of 100. I think so, too. Yeah, especially Browning didn't him... play bad the other night. He did not. But those I would weapons, I'd love to see Flacco out there chucking 70-yard bombs. Right. Right. Joe still, Flacco still got the arm. He can't move at all. He's a human statue. No. Oh, he's yeah. got the arm. Joe Flacco or Bailey Zappi slash Mac Jones? Joe Flacco, 110 times out of 100. Joe Flacco or Mitch Trubisky? That's when we start getting trickier. I'll still take Flacco, but not as often. I, I think so too, but yeah. at least 51 times out of 100, yeah. right? Okay. Joe Flacco or CJ Bethard, who may Flacco. get the start for Jacksonville? Flacco, no doubt. Okay. Um, Flacco or the stash? Stash. Yep, I think so too. Flacco or Will Levis? Flacco. Maybe not in another year, but right now, Levis okay. isn't really showing me much. I can buy that. Flacco or Aiden O'Connell? Oh, Flacco. That's that. 
I mean, you're mostly many, listing all the teams that I wrote down. Yeah. How many times would Devon, how many targets would Devontae Adams have if Flacco yeah, was throwing them off? It's not only that he, they would have maybe high value targets, he'd probably get at least three 40 yards down the field. If he only gets yeah. one, that's a lot of points. Right. Flacco or Tommy DeVito? Flacco. 100%. Flacco. Yeah. Flacco or Josh Dobbs? Dobbs. Yep. Agreed. Flacco or Desmond Ritter slash Taylor Heineke. Flacco. Not oh, even. with Kyle not Pitts even, and not. Drake London, those big Dude, I'd take you over those guys. <laughs> Flacco or Baker Mayfield? Mayfield. I think so. It's close, though. a good year. Me. He's had a very quiet, good year. It's good that he went to one of those low-market teams. I know Brady made them a big-market team for a while, but they're generally low-market. It's good that he could go there and get his feet back under him and yep. not have the press hounding him all the time. I could not agree more. Flacco or Derek Carr? Flacco, 100%. Jameis Winston? <laughs> That's my boy. I know, I know. That's a tough one. I, I, I probably have to go Winston because he loves to slang it. If it's fantasy, I want Winston. Yeah. In real life? Probably Flacco because you, you might Maybe. not get as many points, but you're going to not have three turnovers either. How about this one? And this is my last one. I know there's been a lot. Flacco or Bryce Young? Bryce Young. He, if I want to win Flacco, if I want to develop my young quarterback, it's got to be Bryce Young still. Yeah, but if you want to win right now, you go Flacco, right? If they were like – here, here's what I'd say. Where they are in the world, I have to stick with Young. If they were – Five and seven, I'd say Flacco because we still have a chance of winning that awful division. If it's about winning games, it's Flacco. If it's about the future, it's Bryce Young. I so think we just named all the teams. Yeah, 11 or 12 teams right, right there. Right. We would take Flacco over. I even also, I got one that'll make your heart hurt. But I'd take him over that jackass Sam Howe as well. He's trash. I knew it. Trash. I knew, I knew Those it. Those weapons just... with Flacco throwing Terry McClure would get more than zero targets. Dude, this week was a week of zeros. McLaurin, zero. How did you go a whole game without even a target? Not a catch, even a target to Terry McLaurin. I thought McLaurin had three targets, no? no Maybe I that was he had none because he said something after the game about why am I even playing? I could just stay home and watch. Maybe he did, but they Maybe, maybe they weren't catchable targets. I could be thinking of Hollywood Brown. Um, that might, he, might also, he did have three. But apparently they were all on casual because he had zero for zero. And after the game, he actually mentioned, why Why do I bother? I'll just stay home and watch. Yeah, McLaurin, Kate Otten, Hollywood Brown. Like, these are decent guys. They're wide receiver twos for you. Tight Kate Otten, you could well, absolutely slide I in there really with Goddard Kate Otten and McLaurin in, in Hollywood. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is with, with the bye weeks we had, plus Andrews is out and Goddard was out. I mean, Kate Otten started quite a few spots. I got you. Um, especially this time of year, getting a getting a zero, man, that is that's tough. But the point of this whole exercise here is that the Browns, and obviously I would pick him to start for the Browns. They signed him off the street. Yeah, makes no sense. And he could easily start for at least eleven he or twelve have been NFL signed teams right in now. the second quarter of the Jets' Week One game. No, that's a lie. The first quarter, he got hurt six plays in the game. Shouldn't even gone to the second quarter. Not only would that have made perfect sense, but he played for them last year. He he knows the offense. He knows the people. He would have just had been seamless. And they'd maybe be six and six now, seven and five. I I understand the Eagles having Marcus Mariota as Hurts' back, Hurts' backup because yeah, they have similar right. playing styles. Yeah. 
You don't have right. You don't have to change your offense that much. Flacco, you'd have to completely change the offense. He's got anchors for feet. But if I'm any one of these other teams that has a pocket passer, Flacco's the. What are we doing? Why is why was he not signed all year long? Because uh, with the Jets, I still think it's an ego thing. I never would have thought Robert Salah would be that way, but it seems like his ego is bigger than his desire to win. And I don't know how what how much you could explain that one away. I don't either. And let's we said Tampa. We would take Baker over. Yeah, I Flacco. would. Sure. Still what about Kyle Trask? Why not? Right, right. Kyle Trask or Flacco? Oh, Flacco. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think All you're going to develop Kyle Trask into anything. Why it's not like you're holding on. Father. He's trash. Right. Kyle Trash. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you have been, and this was a, a guy that I brought up, was it yesterday, talking about the once and done, what I'm going to do this week, um, given I need a, a couple points to make up. I got Patrick it's so hard for me to not spill the beans here because sweet. Lord. We can't. You can't because no, we already know. Word. I'm not going to do that too. But God, Norm, normally Lordy. we talk pretty pretty openly about our lineups. Lordy, um, I'll go ahead and say I'm putting out some some horses. We're gonna, we're putting some out horses. I, yeah, <laughs> like the Kentucky <laughs> Derby here. I uh, most of listeners know last year I was in a pretty good spot. Um, really, the only thing that didn't have to ha- as long as one guy didn't score was it 300 and. 50 points or 380 points in a two week span. I was going to be in uh, and that happened to me and I played it safe. I saved all my guys for the playoffs and I'd ended up just missing it. So this, this year I'm in a similar spot, but uh, now you're I'm not going to worst spot. Well, um, similar as in like 30 points ahead of the right. line this year, you're 30 points behind it, but I'm at the line, right? It's, I oh, mean, yeah, I'm, you're still within right. any, any kind of reach. Yeah. But we also found out pretty quickly that a lot of the folks we play against listen to the show and um, kind of steal our players in this once and done every now and then. So I'm, I'm keeping that close to the vest. But we did mention Mahomes. But, dude, he is not Mahoming. Besides a 35-point effort against the Chargers in Week 7, Patrick Mahomes hasn't scored more than 20.8 points since Week 3. Yeah. Since Week 3, besides one whatever that was, week seven, 20.8 or less, under 21 points. That is not what Patrick Mahomes does. No, but what, I, I'm going to be honest with you. When you look at his metrics, they're as good as ever. He just has receivers that can't catch. They lead the league in drops. And we're not talking about low-value drops. We're talking about guys that are on the way to the end zone. zone, dropping balls that mm-hmm. are like literally landing in their hands, things we caught in the fourth grade in the backyard, and these guys can't yep. catch them. Uh, he he maybe be leading the league in fantasy points if he had guys that could catch. And he's also not used to having a top ten fantasy running back with him as well. Isaiah no, Pacheco. I think it's part the fact that Pacheco's been so good, but it's part because they've gone away. They're not their their percentages of, of run plays is going up. I was reading something about that today. And they're not they're not scoring like they normally do. I mean, what are they eight and four? They're not winning games like normal. It's, and they don't have to. Their defense yeah. has been so good. Very true. But that said, nobody wants to play him in the playoffs, that's for sure. And I know, yeah, well, I certainly don't. I um and I know <laughs> I don't know if you actually looked at this, but as crazy as it sounds, the Carolina Panthers can still win their division. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons are the NFC South leaders right now at six and six. The Panthers are only five games back, and there's enough time in the season. I'm pretty sure. 
that mathematically they can still do it. It's absolutely embarrassing. Uh, Who won it last year? Tampa won it last year. Were they eight and nine or nine and eight? I forget. Dude, I don't remember, man. Well, Brady it's... was still there, so they're either they're either I think they were nine and eight, but that I could be wrong. Tampa won it eight and nine. Okay, eight and nine. With it with a negative forty five point differential. That's it. Yeah. Man. It looks like we're we're heading down that same that same road again. Nobody it, in that division wants to get any better. Carolina, worst owner in sports, they're not getting any better. Uh, the Saints have mortgaged the future with Derek Carr and how his awfulness. He's averaging about six points a week anymore. I know well, the, they have him. The Saints actually have a positive point differential, plus two. Very good. They must have had a pullout that, that helped them out. Is it very good? Oh man! Very good All compared right. to the, probably the other teams in that division. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, everyone else is negative. You ready to break down these games? Certainly. Last Thursday, little bit surprise for me. Uh, Dallas. I don't want to say just barely. They won by six points, but forty-one to thirty-five against the Seahawks. The Seahawks did not go away, and they kind of put it put it on the Cowboys for a while. Three hundred and thirty-four yards through the air, plus three touchdowns for Geno Smith who outscored Dak Prescott in terms of fantasy points. Zach Charbonnet had a nice game, even in a tough matchup. Um, 16 fantasy points for you. He scored, uh, but the story of the game was DK Metcalf, who has not been his normal self all fantasy season. In the toughest matchup he's had all year, goes six for 134 and not one, not two, but three touchdowns. C.D. Lamb on the other side of the ball continued his utter domination of the league. 12 catches, 116 and a score. Jake Ferguson got a touchdown for you. Brandon Cooks got a touchdown for you. And Tony Pollard did as well. So it's interesting how terrible Tony Pollard was uh, all season. And then the last, was it three weeks now? He's been he's been very fantasy relevant. And obviously, Dak Prescott had a great game. Yeah, I liked it. I had him in the once and done. So he got me some, not great points, but I think 15.8. Yeah. Uh, your boy Metcalf had more points in that game than he had in his best two games combined this year. Correct. So he did by about five points at that. Uh, so hopefully he'll do it in the once and done in week, whatever. I'll be very happy with that because I still have him left. There's only one guy. Oh. Gotcha. A couple guys played Dak, huge game. This was, yeah, this was crazy high scoring. I, I figured it'd be high scoring, but not this high scoring. Yeah, and well, and I think the Cowboys and Eagles, I haven't looked yet, but they I'm sure they have a pretty high uh point total. Oh, it's gotta be up there. Uh this week coming up. Yeah. I bet it's I bet it's pushing fifty. I'll I'll I try to see if I can... this game. I wanted to see it, but I was at the little girls uh Beauty and the Beast opening night. So oh, that's uh, exciting. I only got to really see the fourth quarter. The opposite of exciting is the Chargers beating the Patriots six to zero. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. The thing uh, is, you can have a 6-0 game that's actually very exciting, like nail-bitingly exciting, like that 6-3 game years ago when, when the Patriots only had three passes. That was actually exciting because, like, what is going on? But this was just trash. I saw some of the highlights. Like, there were no highlights. It was just low lights. ugly football. It wasn't like the defenses just were amazing. It just was awful. The weather was awful. Ramondre got hurt. Just... No touchdowns, not not a touchdown from anyone. Two field goals. Yeah, the only person that even sniffed double-digit fantasy points was Ezekiel Elliott, um, and that was just on 17 rushes and 
four catches for 40 yards. And I think you saw, you definitely did on our Facebook. I posted that yeah. stat that they had given up the lowest points of the league in the last four weeks and are 0 and 4. I also saw they are the first team since 1938 to give up less than 10 points three weeks in a row and go 0 and 3. Wow. That's, that's hard. That's obviously hard to do. It's very hard. Oh, to do. how embarrassing. Um, what if I told you a running back had six points, 6.9, and 3.7 the last three weeks? You you excited about putting him in a lineup anywhere? No, but I, that's all that's Austin Eckler for you, buddy. Yeah, what's going on there? Like that whole offense just looks bad. I can't wait till Staley's going and they bring in a real coach instead of a only, high school cheerleader. Only had three targets. I mean, when he like last year, I mean the targets is is what Austin Eckler Eckler lives on. It is. I don't know why the, he's. It's, I don't know it's why not, it's not like any, like any of the other be backs up. are doing anything. It's the whole offense is just trash. Justin Herbert, six point five points. I mean, what Can was I, that? I don't know. Can I tell you the most impressive thing about the the Patriots in this game? I guess you can. Yeah, please. They scored zero points and covered the covered the spread. Oh, very good. Like at at one point in time, the the I think it was like six and a half. I wonder if Belichick can't wait till it's over. How do you score zero points and cover a spread? By not giving like, up more than six. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, Belichick, he's got to want to get out of there. That's a, that's, a, that's a nightmare up there. wonder who they'll Oh, sure is. To clean up the mess. Who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, I don't even – it's not like it's a spot anyone wants to be in. And I the guess the Patriots going to get a good draft there, I've read something saying that he'll just retire and be done. Like, I don't think so at all. He's going read, to go somewhere and prove that he can win without Brady. I heard someone Maybe not I a heard, Super Bowl, but he's got to win because right dude, now heard, it's not looking real, real favorable for him on that whole that whole discussion. I heard rumors about him going to the Chargers. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be something. It'd be weird seeing him not in a hoodie. What do you wear? Like a tank top, San Diego or in L.A. I saw that Tepper wants him and would pay him whatever he wants to go to Carolina. But the Bryce coolest feels thing like a Tom would be Brady type quarterback, doesn't he? If he goes back to Cleveland, now that would be no. Cool. He won't do that with Watson. He wants nothing to do. No, with he Watson. wouldn't. But I would love to see it anyway. I'm just saying it would be cool. He should have never left. Maybe we'll get back to the Jets and give them two days instead of one. Yeah, that's oh. Um, the Falcons and the Jets not to be outdone by the Patriots and the Chargers. I know they scored more points. Uh, but they didn't, certainly didn't um, happen in fantasy where there was, again, only one double-digit fantasy score. And let me know if you've ever even heard of Xavier Gibson, wide receiver for the Jets. He's the only one oh, yeah. to hit double digits. Yeah, there was a big thing of him in the in the preseason because he was returning a bunch of punts for touchdowns in the preseason. He ended up making the squad because of his special teams play, and it was part of the reason that Corey Davis was sent packing. He's a rookie, yeah, isn't he? Speaking of Corey Davis, where where's he? What happened to him? I forgot. I forgot he existed until you they just let him go. Up. When Gibson made the team, they let Corey Davis go and never to resurface again. Yeah, wow. Um, Tim Boyle fired. Sorry, Zach Wilson. Will you be our quarterback? No, I don't want to be. Pretty please. See, I think that's okay, a crock of shit. It's and Aaron Rodgers even said it's a crock of shit. Did they? He never said any such thing, and that. That's just all a bunch of crap because I, I can't believe he would be that much of a wimp that he would say, I refuse to play. I'm afraid I'll get hurt. That's just ridiculous. Uh, 
Well, it's hard. It's hard to believe, but if it's going to happen, it's going to happen with this, you know, these young bucks and this different yeah, generation. You like that, and that gets out. Your career's over because yeah. you're just going to be labeled a, a, a sissy or a wimp the rest of your career. Nobody's even going to want you on their team. I think I yep. saw a crock and I don't like that stuff. The Indianapolis Colts beat the Tennessee Titans on the road, uh, division game and a shootout. 31-28. This was a good one uh, to watch. I know it went in overtime. Um, I was out in an establishment watching some football, and there was a Titans fan there. And man, he was in it, buddy. Uh, I like. I enjoy watching people really get into their sports and uh, you know following their teams. My favorite part about the Colts, at least in this game and a couple others, is that Gardner Minshew does what we think every quarterback should do. He finds his best player and he just peppers it. Michael Pittman. 16 targets, 11 catches for 105. If you remember, he was my start of the week, uh, mm. and he found the end zone. I don't remember that, but I believe you. So, well, because I, I almost always pick a receiver. I target the Titans. Mm. They're an easy secondary to target. Uh, Alec Pierce even got a 100-yard game and a score, but most Good of his came him. on a Good yeah, big play. I, he, that's his first touchdown of the season, I think. Yeah, he uh, he hasn't he hasn't been doing a whole lot, but um, I did like him coming out. Not a ton, but. A big, big size and speed guy. Derrick Henry was dominating. 21 for 102 and two touchdowns on the ground, almost all of which happened in the first half because he ended up getting what they thought was maybe concussed. Yeah, However, concussion. Yes, yeah, somehow he is not in the concussion protocol, so he At should all. be good to Yeah, good to go. DeAndre Hopkins uh, had a nice game, five for 75 and a score. Um, and that's probably it. I, Tajay Spears, though, I know he came in. Eventually, Derrick Henry is not going to be the guy, and Tajay Spears looks pretty good. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see what the future holds for him. He played well. The the big difference, he's not going to be able to hold up. It's not the same style of running. He's not going to do the same it, things Henry does. Right. It's going to be. It's going to look a little different. But was Spears was he that one running back coming out that you really liked this year? I did really that, like him a lot. He that just, I wasn't so high yes, on. Who was the guy you were really high on? He was, was, yeah, he was the guy that I was high on that we both picked a guy that wouldn't be expected to yeah. be some big stud in the league that that we thought had a chance to actually do something. But my fear was he'd be labeled a third down back and never see the field okay. on first and second down. I thought I thought that was gonna be him, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um are the uh your Ravens, even though they had a bye week, um, they won this week, uh, because Folks in the division did not, including the Pittsburgh Steelers, who got whooped up pretty good by the at the time two win Arizona Cardinals twenty four to ten. Kyler Murray had a terrible game; he looked awful. Um, definitely moving backwards. I thought his first game or two back from an injury. Thought you know what he's showing me some stuff here, uh, but maybe it's just the Steelers defense pressure getting to him. Whatever the case may be, James Conner looked awesome in his revenge game. 100 yards on the ground plus two scores. Trey McBride is a beast. He's Zach Ertz, right? He's rookie Zach Ertz. I don't even think Ertz was putting up these kind of numbers. Um, maybe not his rookie year, but he reminds me. I mean, he's running. He's a great, great receiving option. Nice for them. segue, by the way, since Ertz is was sent yes. packing, or left he, to go packing. Yeah, he was, and I hope he goes to the Eagles. Because I hope he goes to the Ravens, but idiot Harbaugh says there's no need for him. Already? Oh, you didn't just already. lose your all-pro tight end two weeks ago? What do you mean there's no need? I know. That doesn't make any sense to me. And then the Steelers, man, they were bad. 
There, nobody's Kenny Pickett's out. Mitchell Trubisky's going to be starting. Best thing um, that could happen to him. Yeah, probably the rest of the year. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. Uh, Pickens started. He he ended up with four for eighty six, but I think he had three for seventy something in the first half or first quarter, maybe. So even. hit or miss with him. I know. Um, and then Deontay Johnson got a late score. Otherwise, that was going to be an absolutely miserable day for him. Uh, but honestly, uh, Air, Kyler Murray, outside of him, the running game looked great for the Cardinals. But, um, man, if you're not we Trey McBride, it's something. Last week, how down we were on James Conner now. And then, boom, he goes out for a buck five and two TDs. He And he looked spry, man. I don't yeah. know how much of that game you watched. He's but the best he looked, player on the field. Explosive and everything, yeah. Homecoming for game him. form is awesome. Um, and for those who have him, Najee's looking more and more like he's not going to play tomorrow night. So it could be a big Gian Warren week, which I don't like because I don't have him. Uh, I do, but I don't know, man. I got Tough some guys I want to play instead. Some guys on... uh, plus, it's Thursday. We hate Thursday everybody. games. The one thing I like about a Thursday night player, this it, the final week of, like, say, a once-and-done league, is if you have a guy who goes and does well, you can back off a little with other guys. If you have a guy who goes True. out and really shits the bed, you know, okay, maybe I do have to throw freaking Stephon Diggs in in place of Josh right. Downs. Right. Um, the Miami Dolphins did exactly what everyone in the world thought they were yes, going to do. 45-15 to 15 over the Commanders. Tua had a great game. Tyreek Hill had a great game. Raheem Mostert did fine. He found the end zone scored for you. Devon Achan, awesome game. <laughs> Um, of course, Jalen Waddle, five for fifty-two. I don't. I hate him. Same thing I hate to him me in week seven. I hate him so much. He's going to have to probably be my keeper again in my league of record. I kept him this year as a six-round pick. So this next year will be a fourth-round pick. Do you think he's going to go in the fourth round? I mean, I don't know yeah, what the man. I just. Uh, I know. Yeah. I know. There's no better. You don't have any better options than that. I don't. I'll have to see. I don't know. Funny because after last year, he was at, what number seven run wide receiver. Now he's even in the top yeah. thirty. I thought I had the best keeper in the entire league, getting him in the sixth round. Yeah. Turns out he's terrible. He's a wide receiver three for fantasy. Yeah. I, um. I don't get it. Either. And then, yeah, that's it for Commanders. Nobody. Don't. Uh, yeah, the only thing you can say about them is definitely Ramavera's going because ownership came out after the game and said, "Yeah, we're not going to make any changes in season." So he's <laughs> going to be fired uh, the Monday after the season ends. That was that was specific wording for sure. Yep. Um, moving on, the Detroit Lions, man, this was they were up twenty-one to zero about four minutes into this game, and I thought, "Here we go, what a route this is going to be," um, but. The Saints, credit to them, fought back even with losing Derek Carr, although that was probably more helpful than it was hurtful. 33-28 to 28 was the final there. Uh, golf was kind of ho-hum. David Montgomery found the end zone. This dude is – he has a floor of 6.1 points. Yep. Because he's going to get a one-yard touchdown no matter what. There's nothing anyone can do about it. And uh, then you just work from there. If you definitely need an absolute six points, probably around 10 – He's your guy. Uh, he's got a ceiling to him as well, but um, no, he's a he's, small, smaller version of all Stoddard Bettis. He's I love it, man. Sam Laporta was the star of the show, though. Uh, nine catches, a hundred and forty yards. That is a Lions rookie tight end record. 
plus a touchdown. And then for the Saints, it's Alvin Kamara and uh, Olave. I was a little worried coming back from a concussion, but five for 119, so that was fine. And, gosh, Taysom Hill, what what a jerk. I cannot stand him. Yeah. But he got 14 points, so if you do Taysom Hill in as your tight end, you're all right. But he's a, he's give me Kamara, man, all day, 26 fantasy points. He's the, he's the guy, two touchdowns on the ground, had another touchdown called back, or I guess they said it wasn't a touchdown, although I kind of thought it was. And then Taysom Hill stole it from him. But they also had six for 58. Who did? Kamara. Yeah, six. Receiving, yeah, receiving, yeah, he did. Yeah. It's funny with the Laporta. He had more catches than the rest of the team combined. Which is really weird because you have Amon Ra on there who usually has about 10 by himself, but he only had two, still scored. Um, an interesting game. I hope that Derek Carr doesn't play this week so I can play Winston. Let him air it out, man. Yeah, I love the guy. Well, not not I am not saying once it's done in my league of record. Oh, I gotcha. have to go 2-0. The guy above me has to go 0-2. I have Carr and Winston. I'd, 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 he's got a lower floor, but also a way higher ceiling. So I got, I got to hedge my bets on this one. Kevin, I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you there was a receiver in the NFL who had 77 receiving yards and a touchdown, 17 fantasy points. Who was it? I'll give you a hit. He does it every week. Oh, uh, wait, who's our guy? No, it's not Mike Evans. It's, um, um, Corlin Sutton. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Only two catches this week, but 77 and a score. He just, it's so great. It's well, 17 sevens is highest of the year. I know, but it's just, but barely, right? I think it was. Oh, like, yeah. He had a 16 six, a 15 yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Catches, I love it. He got his highest point total of the year. It's great. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh, and that was it for Denver, man. Javante was a letdown, although Houston's defense has been a little bit better. Uh, but the, Houston did win the game 22 to 17 over the Broncos. CJ Stroud, not his normal game. Um, but I mean, as a rookie, uh, you got 274 and a touchdown. You're like, oh, that's a pretty good game for a rookie. But with the what Stroud's been doing, you're kind of a letdown with that. Uh, Damian Pierce, welcome back. Devin Singletary took a back seat to Mr. Pierce, who almost doubled Singletary's carries, which is odd because if you've been paying any attention, Singletary's been the guy for a few weeks. Um, Pierce was out with an injury. But uh, he comes back and takes over the show. And then, dude, all right, we were talking – I was it, I don't know if it was you or somebody else. We were talking about rookie quarterbacks, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. And they were like, yeah, but Bryce Young has no weapons. And I don't think it was you. And I said, right. But b- before this year, Nico Collins was a nobody. Robert Woods is, an, is a veteran who's, who can't run down the field yeah. in a straight line. Tank Dale's a super undersized, 160-pound rookie. No, no one's ever heard of Brevin, throw Brevin Jordan. Right. C.J. Stroud made these guys. Nico Collins just went nine for 191 and a touchdown. These guys are all relevant, and it's because of Stroud. So you put Stroud on the Panthers with Thielen and John. What do you think Jonathan Mingo would be doing right now if Stroud was still on the ball? Better than what he's doing right now with Bryce Boy, Young. That's for sure. I mean, certainly tough to be worse. worse. I know. I'm telling you, this Stroud's the real deal, man. I love it. Yeah, this is going to be an offense to reckon with for years, potentially. How oh, yeah. Feel and, now with Tank Dell going out, would you play Noah Brown against the Jets, knowing that there's almost no chance that Sauce will be anywhere near him? They got to put Sauce on Eco, and that should open things up big yeah. time for Brown. Because does Sauce ever cover anybody in the slot? 
Or is he pretty much I, all he's pretty much always outside, isn't he? I can't I can't comment on like st- I have no statistics to back it up, but I know watching Jets games, I haven't seen it very often, if if at all. Because I'm so so considering playing him at in the once and done. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, gotta play somebody. The, speaking of the Panthers, they lost yet again. Good for them, except oh wait, you gave up your draft pick, dummies. 21 to 18 to division foe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh Chuba Hubbard, monster game. We'll be hearing about him uh, a little later on with his 22 fantasy points, 25 carries, 104 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. Um Adam Thielen, man, where have you been? You were so great, and they were scheming every play for you. And now I, it's been three, four weeks, and it's just crickets from you, buddy. I need more than four fantasy points. For the Bucs, Rashad White does his thing. 20 carries again, 84 yards, a touchdown. Every single week he's getting the work. Love that. Um, and then outside of Mike Evans, though, that was that was it seven one sixty two in a score. I actually oh I actually thought about doing Mike Evans this past week in the once and done, but hold on to him. Should have let him go. How about Godwin? How is he just completely falling off the map? Like he's non-existent. Yeah, but I think he was fighting an injury, right? Wasn't he? They Maybe. weren't even sure he was going to play. He's only been in double digits three times, and one of those was ten. He hasn't broke fifteen point four all year. It's just yeah, bad. Well, you know, he, he didn't have a catch, right? I do know that. He he scored a touchdown, but it was a, it's a, a rush, rush for 19 yards. Let me ask you this. How do you feel about Chuba against the porous Saints run defense this week? Um, We're going to talk about Chuba a little later in the show. We, we are. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Again. I don't have him in the once and done, or I'd probably play him this week. I do have him. You playing I'm him? Very seriously considering playing him over at the end or ETN in your world. Well, you mean the real world? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. Why not? Dude, it's a frightening prospect that you are now the representative of the real world. <laughs> uh, yes, I know. Trust me. And I live here, man. It's not good. <laughs> Woo. Oh, all right, man. Let's get this over with. The 49ers absolutely smashed my Philadelphia Eagles. Brock Purdy, almost 40 fantasy points, four touchdowns through the air, 300 yards. Odds on favorite to win the the Vegas favorite to win the MVP now. Yeah, I did see that. That, that well, and I think, it was, and then Hertz and Dak, I think, are tied for second. Uh, well, but look, Purdy's that. Next week, if he, you know, if he, as soon as he flops, though, hey, he's going to be thrown so, to the wolves. It's so ridiculous because, like, especially the jackasses at ESPN, that week he struggled a little bit. They were calling for his ouster. This is the guy that'll yeah. stop them from winning the Super Bowl. This guy's trash. Is he just a product of Shanahan's system? Like, and now they're all the same ones kissing his butt. He doesn't have staying power. That's his deal. Hmm. Looks pretty good to me. I agree. Christian McCaffrey also looked good. Although it's Down funny, you see Christian only, only twenty point eight points. I was just getting ready to say that <laughs> he gets you almost twenty one points. You're like ah ho hum, could have done a little better there. But uh, Debo Samuel, um, almost forty fantasy points himself. A couple rushes, rushing touchdown, and two receiving touchdowns. Four for one sixteen. 
get this guy the ball in open space and yeah. just just get out of the way. All nice you know, give plays. Him- they really were because I, I watched the majority yeah. of this game. But the Eagles just didn't tackle. I mean, no. all you're going to do is go, eh, hit somebody, a, a guy his size and speed running by you. I, it's not real often he's going to go down. It was right. That was ugly. Yeah, I know. Devonta Smith had 20 points, um, nine for 96 and a touchdown. I don't think he's had 100 yards receiving all year. Um, I'm not going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure he's like twice. In, oh, has he gone over 100? against the Vikes, 106 okay. against the Bills. Because I know he's been really close. 99, times. 99, 96. Yeah. 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 All right. So I'm good. I'm glad he's gone over 100. Uh, AJ Brown was, was fun. I mean, eight for 114 is great, but, you know, 15 fantasy points. You want to see a touchdown in there. Yeah. And Hertz was okay. 23 points, whatever. Uh, besides Devonta Smith, I think you were looking for more uh, from all of these guys. Definitely more than 19 total points uh, for the team total. Uh, Did you see Swift man. get rocked? Yeah. God, Everybody got rocked. He got freaking pummeled. This was this game was reminiscent of like watching the Chiefs and and Travis Kelsey when it's like, how is this guy so open? the The Niners kept running like comeback routes and like little crosses, and it's like, well, there's nobody within three, four yards of this they, guy. Who are we covering? They look completely oh. confused. No pressure yes. on Purdy at all. And then McCaffrey Except- was just bursting through the hole, not even getting touched. There's two yards downfield. It was just have you have you seen that such a difference between the first quarter and the rest of the game? Because if the first quarter at the end of the first quarter, the Niners had negative four total yards. They had like two, three and outs. And um, the Eagles had held the ball for like I think they possessed it for 12 minutes or something like ridiculous. And then the second quarter comes in and that was it, buddy. Well, we texted right after the game that if you're going to lose get smashed because that's the biggest wake up call there is they were straight yes. embarrassed they weren't beaten yeah. they were embarrassed and you best did text me to them. yeah that's exactly what you said you're like this is the best thing that happened to the eagles because hey look you, you technically you're the top dog but you got some work to do yeah it didn't look like it last week now you got another tough one ro- rolling into dallas now oh yeah you still got the number I, one now but you need that win this week and I think this is the last one because the Eagles had that five game death stretch. Yeah, I think it where is. it was it was tough. And I think this is the last one. And you know, getting out of there with one, maybe two losses is, you know, po- yeah, a net this, positive, a net gain. It's at Seahawks, home versus Giants and Cards, then at Giants. So yeah, I'm they not should go should go four and zero there. Should yeah should. All right, so. The Cleveland Browns lost to the the Rams. I don't know who the Rams are, and I feel like I've said that like four or five times this year. They'll go out and get smashed by someone, and then they'll go in and drop 36 against one of the best defenses in the league. Um, Flacco, look, you could do worse than 16 fantasy points. You don't want it from your quarterback, but a guy off the street, first Got game it, in, yeah. 250 yards and two touchdowns, yeah. Um, Harrison, so the thing – the thing when you bring in any new quarterback is you got to figure out who he's looking for, right? Because a lot of folks were, you know, all about David and Joku and he's getting a bunch of targets. He still had six targets this game, but Harrison Bryant just happened to be the tight end to get it this one. So that's something to keep your eye on. If you need, you know, if you're starting the Joku or whatever, um, Jerome Ford was fine. 12 fancy points. That's whatever. But, uh, Amari Cooper's probably not going to play concussion. Very likely not. Yes. Yeah, right. Dire. So we'll see. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Stafford was great, but I refuse to start him ever again. Yeah, because I don't trust season. any no. given week that he's going to go out there, get right. just smashed on his first drop back, and 
be out because he got a hangnail during the tackle. So his last two games, 25.8, and this it's past sick. week, 20, 27.1. And it looks Let me good, give you, too. He looks great. Looks here's like the his years ago. Every total for the for the other games this year, 12, 13, 10, 15, 17, 12, 13, 8, 9. I'm not starting him. Can't. Can't no. do it. He has as many 20-point games as he does single-digit games. Yeah, can't do it. Puka is a great football player. My gosh, they got to get the ball in his hands. Um, Cooper Cup, who's the number two receiver for the Rams, as weird as that sounds, but it's true. Uh, and then Kyron Williams uh, did well, 18 points, although it, it did not start off well for him, but he ended up finding the end zone and stuff. So uh, you're good with Kyron Williams. Yeah, that was a little shaky. Uh, it's looking like Puka might – I don't know if he'll be out this week, but at least limited. Well, we'll see. I mean, he left the game, looked like he was done, like done, done, broken collarbone, broken ribs, something. Did you hear his quote? I did not. He said something like something like my, my ribs were messed up and my shoulder shoulder wasn't in right, but but I'm I'm good. And he ended up going back in and playing again. Well, he's got the Ravens this week, so they're gonna need him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers, I also don't know who they are. Beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know who the Kansas City Chiefs are. I don't know who anyone is anymore, Kevin. 27 to 19 against the Chiefs. Mahomes, we already talked about him not Mahoming. Pacheco, 110 on the ground plus a score. Love that. Um, and then I don't know. Travis Kelsey, four for 81. I don't know what you're doing here, buddy. Um, it makes me a little frightened to have him on my team in the once and done, when to play him, if to play him, because they're not clicking at all. On this other ball, Jordan Love is clicking 20, almost 25 fantasy points. Your boy, you've been talking about all week. They basically all the points went to Christian Watson, seven for seventy-one and two touchdowns. Do you want to tell her? Do you want me to? Go ahead, buddy. I know I you love talking all about week, it so much. And then I decided because Snee would probably be on them exclusively, I should probably not do it. And then some jackass bearded friend of mine completely corroborated. Yeah, there's no way I'd play him. That's a good call. Take him out. So I did and took out his 24.1 points for Josh Downs' amazing 2.9 while Alec Pierce is just lighting <laughs> up the freaking scoreboard. Did did you notice, did Sneed shadow him? He did not the whole game. But even if he did, even when he was on, the dude was unstoppable. Seven catches, nine targets, 71 yards, and he didn't even play the whole game. It yeah, is he, is really, he playing this week? It could have really been big. There's still no, there's almost no word out of it. One thing okay, says good. there's little chance. Another one says, well, he was smiling on the sideline, so it can't be too bad. But can you play a guy like that? Because you don't know. First first snap, he runs around, doesn't even get a target, and pulls up lame again. So how do how do you play him this week? Because I think he's actually got a they got he's got a good start this week. Aren't they playing somebody pathetic? Um, Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay. Yeah, the Giants Monday night. Ugh. I'd love to play him there. They're the worst against receivers the last four weeks, but I can't it, you can't. Yeah, and you said Sunday night? Monday night. There's two Monday night games this week. Well, that's even worse because yeah, unless because you, you need you those better points, have, yeah. they might be. You so better have somebody there. Did I lose out on 22 points. It would have been a shoe-in for the playoffs. I'd also be in first place now by like five points. Not that I – you know, I don't give a crowd that. It's right. a little $100 bonus for winning the regular season, but – Still, it just would have been made it so much easier to make the playoffs. But that's that's the thing with you and I. Our guts are right a lot, 
but we're too stupid to ever follow them. We listen to the little jackass devil on our shoulder and change things up and screw ourselves. I just, I like to have statistical information to back up my stuff. I, I, I never make, okay. I don't want to say I never make bad choices because I make bad choices all the time, but it's never, it, there's fact based. My decisions are always fact based. I almost never just say, oh, you know what? I just, I know all the stats tell me no, but I'm going to say yes. That's just not how I roll. Me either, um, but I felt good about right. Watson, but I talked myself out of it. You, I mean, all you do is cry. It's my decision. I, I, I said it. You agree. Yeah, that makes sense. So I did it, and yeah. it, it, it might may cost me. Because if Sneed, if that's what he wanted to do, I mean, if that's what they chose to do, then that was going to make it some pretty tough sledding for Christian yeah. Watson. You see that second touchdown? That was a hell of a catch. I don't even know how he caught it. Yeah, but he can drop balls that are thrown right to his face. It's it's it's, it's a it's a conundrum. I, t- I tell you what, though, if he can stay healthy, I'm excited to see how his career progresses because yeah, he's got we, some we serious loved talent. Him out of college, he loved missed the first him. half of the year. Um, people scoffed at us because you and I both had him as like our in our like top two receivers coming out of college. When everyone's like, "Yeah, yep. North Dakota State, yeah, right, we'll see how that works out." And then second half of the year, he was like the number one receiver in football for six or seven weeks straight. He was, the, I think, yep. the number one fantasy receiver. He scored uh, either one or two touchdowns in six weeks in a row. And then this year, he Monster. starts slow again, hurt again. Now he's making a nice little comeback, and he gets hurt again. Yeah. That's a shame. It sucks. The you well, what else sucks is Trevor Lawrence may not be playing this week. We'll see. Unsure. Watch, though. I, yeah. The I mean, 34 to 31, Bengals barely beat out the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jake Browning, backup quarterback, comes in. How about 32 for 37 passing? Pretty impressive there for 350 yards. Only one touchdown, though, which was, uh, you know, a little bit of a letdown. He did get you a rushing score, though. Uh, as did Joe Mixon, got you two of them. Plus, Mixon went six for 49 um, through the air. Jamar Chase stole the show, though, 11 for almost 150 plus a score makes you feel better about starting him in your leagues. I know, you know, Joe Burrow goes down. Everyone's worried, but um, Hey, look like you're good to go. And Trevor Lawrence had- five of was on one play. Right. So we can say that, but well, hell, he still then had 10 for 74. 10 for so right. I'll take that too. Yeah. Look, yeah. Right. So you, you know, definitely build up your confidence. Yeah, it wasn't just that one play that did it all. Right. Trevor Lawrence, before he went out, 22 for 29 for 258 and two. This was a not not a whole lot of defense going on here. No. Uh ETN, 11 for 45. Not great, but he did get the uh, a touchdown there. Four yards to carry. Yeah, right. But again, not great. Yeah, not uh, and great. then he added four bad. for 34. Evan Ingram, the the Ooh. leading receiver, nine for 82 and a touchdown. Feels so uh, good for, to root for that guy now. We hated for so long. Now he got me my highest tight end total of the entire season and i'm a big fan of making sure things even out and we stay equal so go ahead and talk to me about calvin ridley oh lord why so why do you got to be like that so in my league of record i went in the week down 7.8 that's all i need out of ridley other guy had nothing Uh. to tie the guy that's in 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 my head in my league or my division Ends up getting 5.3 points. He drops that wounded duck for 43 yards. He then has another 43-yard catch late in the game, but phantom holding calls brought that back, so I didn't get that. He gets tackled on the one 
when he's getting ready to score. All any one of these things would have happened. I'd be tied for the division lead going into the final week and be good. And I also I also had him in the once and done. So he put the screws to me there too. But he's another one. He can make the most ridiculous catches. But if you hand him the ball, there's at least a 40% chance <laughs> it's going to be on the ground at your feet. Hand it it's, to him. He's going to drop it. It's so it's weird. What? It's uncanny. Yes. I don't know how NFL players can. That's their game. But I don't know why they don't throw to him. Watching the game, he's open on like four out of every five plays, like wide open. I don't know why he isn't targeted more, uh, but he isn't. I guess they want to spread the wealth. And, of course, Christian Kirk done for the year. Did you see that play? Yeah. All he did was throw behind him. He just turned and just popped a hernia or popped a groin, did something, not no contact, just turning around. That's like some seven-year-olds do when they're walking down the banister or something. Not, not pro athletes. That. I hate that, man. I really do. You could tell right away he was done. And did you see the cool thing on Facebook and Instagram thing today with um, uh, Trey Hendrickson? No. I'm not a big religious man. I don't pretend to be. There may be a God. There may not. I'm all for whatever anybody wants to believe. But after uh, when when Lawrence got hurt, he was the first guy who went over and helped him up. And when he went straight back down, dude just got down right beside him on one knee, took his helmet off and prayed for him. I mean, and I'm just saying it's a cool thing. It's nice to see an NFL player who doesn't sit there and laugh in his face while he's doing or taunting him when he knows a guy from the other team's hurt. To me, great sportsmanship, so I'm giving him a thumbs up. Yep, I'm with you there. Uh, Now, I'm looking at the uh, Chiefs' remaining schedule right now. It's not too difficult, but they have the Bills coming up this week, so that could be trouble. They then it's the Patriots. You got to think they're going to win there, even though it's in New England and the defense is playing great. But you, you know they're not going to lose them. They're they're going to beat the Raiders at home the next week. Then they have the Bengals and finish out against the Chargers. And the Chargers could be who they were against New England, or they could go out and drop forty five on you. You when never those really two know. Teams play the records don't matter. It's just that mm-hmm. that old cliche, right? So let's say I mean let's say they get a loss to the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chargers. It's probably not going to happen. Um, it could. And then the Chiefs are sitting there at, with seven losses. Maybe. I mean, it's a it's in the realm of Feasible. possibilities. Feasible. The hardest right. schedule, remaining schedule in the NFL, unfortunately, is the Ravens. Rams, Jags, Niners, Dolphins, Steelers. Every single team they have left, I think, has a winning record. Are the Rams six and six or seven and five at this point? Uh the Rams are six and six. Okay, but seem like a team with a winning record because they're hot right now. Um but, yeah, everybody else, Jags, Niners, Dolphins, Steelers, that's going to be tough. Miami's got a tough road ahead. Any The number one seed in, in that in the AFC could end up having five, six losses. All you these have, teams could be losing. Well, it, what's crazy is within the number one seed, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams within two games of yeah. the number one seed. Because the Colts, the Texans are yep. both seven and five. The Steelers and Browns are both seven and five. So with those tough That's, schedules with all those current number ones, those division leaders right now, dude, you, you yeah. literally could have a number, which we love for things like, say, a once and done league. So it means everybody's playing for something meaningful in right. week 18. Because for those of you who've never done a once and done, week 18 is counts. That's the final week, not 17, because the fact that a team might be resting players 
matters. So it has to go into your strategy. Um, like it looked like who would play Hertz in the final weeks. It looked like he probably wouldn't play at all or maybe play one series. Well, maybe right. now all of a sudden that doesn't look like that might be the case, but um, so I love it. I, we want competition. We don't want half the stars in the league sitting on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You don't want, you don't want week eight, even as a casual fan, if you don't, yeah, do you don't want that. Yeah, I don't want to see the third stringers playing. Who, right. who wants to see that crap? I want to see meaningful games. I don't need I don't need week two of the preseason all over again. No, it's just, it's it's silly, but and it's part of the good thing. I know I don't like the whole seven teams in the playoffs, but it's good because there is more jockeying, more positioning, so there are less teams just saying calling it quits and saying, oh, "Well, we'll accept where we are and move on." Yeah. All right, sir. Let's move on to our starts of the week. Unless you have anything else to add, there. No, I'm good, sir. I believe I went first last week, so let's hear who you got for your quarterback start of the week. Well, I think this was a pretty much a no-brainer. You may have picked him as well. I'm going with Mr. Justin Fields at home against the Lions, the fourth most points to quarterbacks the last four weeks. Just gave up a boatload of points last week. If he can't get it done here, uh, then maybe it's time for the Bears to really start thinking about that number one pick. And Fields himself also dropped 21 points against this this Lions team three weeks ago when they played each other. Uh, and I have that stat in my back pocket because he is my quarterback <laughs> start of the week. What a surprise. Ah, didn't see that coming. Well, we weren't I wasn't going to take Dak. The the Washington's off. I'm not as much as we love Flacco, I'm not taking him. So he's he's in the running for my once and done lineup, Justin Fields. Oh, I played in earlier in the year. Did well. It'd got be a bit, twenty some points. It, well, right. It's that's that's the ultimate gamble there because he'd get me six or he'd it get is, me right. thirty six. Because yeah, he's one. We 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 I may discuss this before. There's a handful of players in this top tier of super low floor, ridiculously high ceiling. It could be anywhere. So yep. yeah, you you you're taking a, a real risk, but no risk, no reward. Right. That's right. All right, who's your running? Well, never mind. Go ahead. Tell us. T- talk to us about Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> well, I took Chuba, obviously. Uh, Saints giving up the seventh most to running backs the last four weeks. Got literally ripped up last week. They are awful. And I could see Winston giving them the ball at least three times on their own side yeah. of the field. If he's playing a whole his game. side of the field. And – maybe lead to a couple touchdowns. I'm seriously considering playing him. It's it's as crazy as it sounds. I'm thinking about playing Zeke Elliott and Chuba Hubbard over Brees Hall and Etienne. I would definitely play Chuba. insane, but that's really if, what I might be looking at tomorrow. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can pull the trigger. Well, he's got 15 points two weeks ago, 22 this past uh, week, and a combined 44 touches over the last two weeks. And they got a new coaching staff, and he seems to be the guy that they like. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Risky. I've got rest- the thing is for those of you listening who don't know, I I'm way ahead of thirteen foot. So me and Bob are in very different spots. So we're sitting here talking like we're in the same boat. We aren't. Um, I'm being babyish, but he's been in the same boat before. It doesn't matter how big your lead is or how far behind you are in the last week. You're worried. It's just mm-hmm. the way it is, and you know that one bad decision might cost you the playoffs. So. We are in very different spots, but at the same time, I don't want to throw up the 60 burger you were talking about and end up missing out altogether. So you got to be so careful. 
I think Chuba's safe. Yeah, I, I do think too. you can. I, I think, think he's got seventy yards and a touchdown, at least. And that's all I, I need this week. If I can get that from each player, I'm good. I'll just say bare minimum. You you're going to get double digits from Chuba. Yeah. Bare minimum, you're going to get 10, 11, 12. All right, who's your wide receiver? Well, as you know, I enjoy pairing wide receivers with quarterbacks. Okay. So I went with Mr. DJ Moore. Lions get up the fourth most points to wide receivers the last four weeks. What's not to like at home? Uh, DJ Moore's a top 10 receiver, so I try to sly shy away from I, I don't like starting him either, but he's all he is, but he's also roller coastery. He's had some huge weeks and some small weeks. So he's not a guy that I can trust every week to go out there. He's again a low floor, high ceiling guy. So there's weeks where he goes out and shits the bed. How does Webster feel about roller coastery? Is that in there anywhere? I'll look it up right now. Don't toy, don't toy with my emotions. Uh, I am going with the wide receiver 26 on the season in half-point PPR. He has a home game against the Houston Texans. No results found for roller coaster. Yeah. Hard minor sorry. action. It's good. Um, Houston has the 11th worst defense against wide receivers the last four weeks. And Zach Wilson will be back in the lineup for the Jets and should force-feed my start of the week, Garrett Wilson with targets. How do you feel about that one? You're going to have to repeat that whole thing because I'm sitting here reading the definition of roller coaster and it can be used as an adjective in and of itself. You don't have to use roller coaster E, just roller coaster. Well, there you go. Now, um, could you tell me your picking? Was it Garrett Wilson? It was. What is Zach wrong Wilson's, with you? Are you Zach Wilson's going to be back. Mind? Going to pepper him with targets. Be all right. He peppered him with two two catches for negative one yards a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and a fumble right. in it with negative points. We're going to be all right against Houston, my friend. We're going to be all right. What's wrong with you? Well, I'm certainly not going to tell the people to you start a top about 10 all receiver. These teams, you don't even know them anymore. I don't know you anymore. <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that is a OK. I'm all for some of your crazy picks, but man, I can't get behind Garrett Wilson. I want to because I love the guy, mm-hmm. but I, man, two not talk cusses him up left and right all week long now anymore. That's all right. I got faith. This is going to be his fourth double digit point uh, outing of the would year. You, would you venture to play him in the once and done? Uh, as of right now, I have him in. Yeah, I just yeah. For those listening, I'm speed is off. It's not often. It's not often. This year. Yeah. But yeah. I, I could see playing him, but the, calling him the play of the week. Wow, man. That's uh, ballsy. That's ballsy. Ballsy. Who's your tight end, sir? Wait. Hold on real quick. Ballsy. Oh, no. Okay. Who is your tight end of the week? Holy, boldly aggressive or courageous. It's a real word. Ballsy. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I use real words. Unlike you, roller coaster. A W L slash Z E E. Ballsy. <laughs> Z E E. Well, it's B A L L S Y. I was reading the pronunciation. Oh. oh. I, I a ballsy gal who isn't afraid of anyone. <laughs> That's there. I am flabbergasted. Oh. I know that's a real word. I have to look that one up. Boy, you threw me for a loop now, this whole Garrett Wilson thing. Now, where are we? Tight end? Tight end, yeah. Also, we're that smack dab in the middle of a vocab I'm picking lesson. somebody that some people might pick anyway, but 
he burned me and he burns the Ravens because he has all this talent, but he's really not very good. Isaiah likely against the Rams, eighth worst against tight ends recently. But there's just something about the guy that's just not right. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He just the day the day like I start in spite of himself. Yeah, the day I start Isaiah likely will be the day I start Matt Safford. Yeah, he's like some spark guy, right? You're in any given week, like last year, he might throw up 23 points, but yeah. he also might throw up 0.9, which is what he got me in week one. Yeah. But I'm playing uh, I'm this going... week against the Rams, who give up a lot of points to tight ends. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Gerald Everett. Very rough year so far. He's only tight end 23, but Denver's a second worst defense against tight ends over the last couple of weeks. Denver should be able to put up some points against uh, the the Chargers defense as well. Herbert doesn't have a receiving option behind Keenan Allen, really. Uh, Eckler's not doing it. Um, obviously, Mike Williams is out. Quentin Johnson isn't doing it. So why not Everett, who should be wide open in the middle of the field? Yeah, you know, they're 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 poor against it. I had a runner up there. I thought about putting in Cole Komet because Detroit's, I think, tenth worst against. Uh... You can't have that many Bears, Kevin. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I went. I went <laughs> with it likely, but dude, that could be one of those scoring games again. The forty-one to thirty-eight game. It really could. Let, let's uh, let's say our defense on the count of three. One, two, three, Houston. Houston. They're playing <laughs> the Jets. And I know I got Garrett Wilson in there, but I did that kind of on purpose, actually, Kevin, because we had a conversation of this. Before we get out of here, tell me why it's okay that I could start Garrett Wilson against the Houston defense that I would start. Well, Garrett Wilson against them is a little different than what we talk about because – Points are if he gets points, yet Houston loses points. So that's sort of moot. What we really discuss even more is like with a quarterback, because if they get yep. the interception, yeah, they're getting two points. Your quarterback's losing two, but it ends up moot. So you're not really hurting yourself, but you're not helping yourself. It's a little there with the receiver, but I still like what you're doing because the points you get for Wilson are not as are are far more worth it than or are going to count more towards you than the points you lose when a defense gives up some points. So it, it's he he could still have a good game and Houston still have a good right. game even without a defensive touchdown, right? And let's say that Garrett Wilson fumbles on the <laughs> off chance that happens, right? Then you're breaking even, right? Even. But Houston, Garrett Wilson could have five catches for seventy five yards and a score, yeah. but Houston could also have three interceptions and a fumble recovery, they and they're completely unrelated. That might be um, the only score. So right, right. You know, I, 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 exactly. I, I'm, I'm. A lot of people would go and get it's that, but those are the people that we take money from. So it's all good. There we go. Uh, all right, sir. That's all. Got anything else from you before we get out of here? Um. Again, the schedule. Watch it, people. You got only two teams on by the last two: Cardinals and Washington. But two Monday night games: Titans, Dolphins, Giants, Packers, and they both start at the exact same time. I'm not sure what the purpose of this is but i guess there's something they did it earlier they did it earlier in the year and it's so stagger maddening them. stagger the game that's what i'm saying they that. did a wife right. at the same time Just earlier this year they viewers. did the same thing they did the same thing earlier this year the same time kick off everything it makes no sense yeah it's 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 a little bit odd and the green bay uh new york games on abc tennessee miami's on espn it's very very weird very weird yeah um, what right, I folks. will say, everybody, is good oh. luck in most people's final regular season yeah. week. Unless you're playing against me, then I wish you nothing but injured players and terrible luck. 
awesome. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please make sure you check us out on Facebook, Spotify, and YouTube. Get your bell on football podcast. He's Kevin. I'm Bobby. See you in a week. See ya.